0: And welcome back to another edition of the On The Board Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Sean, you on the mic. Happy Tempo Tuesday to all. Happy Tempo Tuesday to all. As always, joined by my main man, my co-host, William Tarucci, a.k.a. Will See Will. Happy Tempo Tuesday, pal. How are you?
1: Tremendous Tuesday, but you got to keep the tempo up on Tremendous Tuesday. So that's the main thing. Sean, buddy, everything's going well with Will. Staying warm outside, sort of, somewhat but we got to make the best out of everything. But the main thing is, how are you?
0: Well, I'm doing good. My last few, well, not not even few, my last couple uh, hours of being uh, 31, I'll be 32 uh, tomorrow. So just kind of down. 32
1: long years, bro. This birthday, you deserve (laughs) everything you got coming to
0: you, man. Appreciate that, pal. Thank you, man. I look like a complete mess now, but I'll be getting my hair done and, a haircut tomorrow's. So I look much better. You're gonna
1: get clean cut now, finally. You're gonna go clean cut or
0: no? No, <laughs> uh. I'm keeping the beard. <laughs> I miss your beard, Will. If I if I've never said that, pal.
1: Yeah.
0: I miss your beard, man. I miss a it goatee too is. A bit, I'm not gonna lie. A goatee is nice, but yeah. the bearded will. Hot stuff, man.
1: Well, the mustache <laughs> classic is coming up, so I'm keeping that up. So.
0: Awesome you know, interview crazy. by you Will, awesome interview by you I was uh, listening to it before we got on the air Awesome job by you and Doug Smith thing. is a
1: great guy bro, Doug Smith is a great guy Make no mistake about it Doug, if you're listening to this podcast dude, From anybody from the Mustache Classic listening to this November 21st, I can't wait for it It's going to be epic, can't wait Let Let's go baby, let's go, let's get this show going baby
0: Will is hyped. I'm hyped. Let's get this show going indeed. Well, let's start with some NFL. The Jets didn't play. They're on their uh bye week will so we could God. so we could uh, bypass them for this week. Thank God. However, Will, one quick thing, and this is a concerning thing. Adam Gates already ruled out Sam for this week's game on a Monday. Like he didn't even let the guy practice, so it goes to show you that his Uh, showed it was obviously worse than I think they seem, and everybody thought that it was. So Flacco is going to start on the road, so we have to see what happens, bro.
1: One thing with Sam, look, if he doesn't play, and I've always been a big Sam guy, Sean. Everybody that knows me knows I'm a big Sam Darno guy. But if he doesn't play, if he is really, truly hurt, and if the Jets are looking – If he doesn't play next week, and he doesn't play within the next three, four weeks, I think it's time to move on. At that point, you know, I mean, I I love the kid. I love Sam. I love everything about him. I think he's a great personality. I think the kid, if he's healthy, he could be a game changer. But right now, if he's not playing within these next three to four weeks, and week by week, you got to see what's going on uh, with Sam. But right now, as it stands, if he's not playing the following week and the week after that it just goes to show me that the jets need to look at another quarterback if if he doesn't play if keyword if he does not play
0: if i'm sam i am i definitely want to get back because
1: i want to see him play too he,
0: and and not even for the jets because you know you don't know which new coach is going to come in he may want his his own guy so Sam is pretty much trying to uh showcase Will what he could do for the Jets and potentially what he could do for other teams. Because yep. you just never never know. So we'll see so we'll see what happens with the Jets as they travel out west to take on the Chargers. Well, but well they had the off week. So let's move on to the team that did play and the team that won Will, me and you. Well, actually you picked it right, I picked it wrong. The Giants with a 27-17 win over Philly will. A, the Giants got after Carson Wentz, picked them off, sacked them. They recovered um, a f- um, a fumbles. And will Wayne Goldman again, over 100 yards? Uh, um, actually, no. He only had 55 yards, but he scored twice. The Giants are getting the ground game going. Daniel Jones will, second straight game, a clean game. Well, the Giants enter thereby now, Will, at 3 and 7. And the only reason Philly is in first place because they're three, five, and one. Giants are three and seven. Will, who would have thought this Giants team after the first 10 weeks of the year would be in a pretty much tie for first place? Will, what's your thoughts on Big Blue?
1: Listen, with the Giants, it's very simple right now at this point in time. They just got to go out there, find ways to win games, and that's it because the whole division is just downright awful. Danny Jones with a rushing touchdown, it was more than 30 yards, it looked like, uh, right there. And the Philadelphia Eagles could not convert on third down. I think they went, what, oh more than more than eight tries on third down. They couldn't convert. So what does that show you right there from from the Eagles standpoint? And I've defended Carson Wentz last week, and it's week in, week out with this team that you're seeing it right now. They just it, it, they just can't convert on big opportunities and for people out there that are basically, you know, throwing Carson Wentz off the bus. They shouldn't because the fact that this division is still in play, but at this point in time with Jalen Hurts being at that backup position right now, I know that I said it on when we talked with, uh, in our NFL draft, uh, you know, looking at everything after the fact. But, my God, you know, you might have to just put in Jalen Hurts if if this division is still not – if it's still there. But for the Giants' defense, the front seven still playing well. Uh, For this team right now that's in play, listen, for every Giant fan out there, always believe, no matter the situation, and, you know, for, for the rushing attack, they go into their bye week. They're trying to get guys back healthy. Golden Tate came out the other day and basically said that it's all about the team and how he was in the wrong somewhat and how he's got to put some of the stuff at home with his wife in back of him. And listen, the bottom line here is, you know, anything anything can happen right now for this team. That is, That is the main thing, Sean. That is the main thing that they are in this still after starting off the year winless and now they've gotten themselves a nice three and seven record all beat and i say that with the division uh, still in play but man sean what a time to be a giants fan right now what a time to be alive in that nfc east i mean that in the most sarcastic way possible
0: well I look at this team, and you know, well, like we always said, they've been in a, been in a lot of games. Giants have maybe five, six wins right now. But your record is what your record is. But they play hard. They have grit. They gut it out, and they're tough. And they embody what Joe Judge is like. Joe Judge is a gritty, tough. He doesn't take much of um, foolishness, and you know. And the thing you starting to see, well, is Daniel Jones. Last couple of weeks, he's played clean, hasn't thrown a pick, hasn't uh, fumbled the ball. And Daniel Jones, well, he's a better eh, an athlete than I think a lot of uh, uh, folks gave him uh, credit for. Like, he's been running the ball, and he adds that threat with his legs that when the pocket breaks down, he could get a five-yard gain, a seven-yard gain. And defensively, James Bradbury and Blake Martinez, two guys at the Giants' side, in free agency. They have been studs for that team. And the Giants are going to get Xavier McKinney, the second-round pick, a, a safety. They're, they're going to get him after the bye week. Speaking of after the bye week, will the Giants have a, have a schedule that got some interesting games. After the bye week, they go to uh, Cincy and to uh, uh, Seattle. And then after that, they're home for the Cardinals, the Browns. They're at Baltimore and finish up with the Cowboys. Will, if the Giants could get three, maybe four wins out of that, out of, out of those seven games, you could be talking about a 6-10, and 7-9 NFC East championship winning team, Will.
1: Well, when you're looking at two things, number one, Danny Jones this week. The main thing with him this week was you mentioned everything but Sean. He was throwing the ball away. He wasn't trying to force throws. He was throwing the ball away. And that's the main thing when you're a quarterback. If you don't see something, don't force it in. Just throw it away. And you go out in the next drive and you find a way to go out there and win the football game. That's what the Giants did. That's what Daniel Jones did. And secondly, listen, Dallas – they still don't have, like you said, Sean. They don't have their. They don't have a starting quarterback. They're still finding quarterbacks off the street. Seattle, you just mentioned Seattle. Outside of Russell Wilson, their defense is trash. The running game isn't there. And if they could go out there and neutralize DK Metcalf, they could go out and they could possibly steal that game too. And who are the other two games that you mentioned out of that?
0: They finish up with the Cowboys. They have the Browns and they go to Baltimore.
1: Yeah, and the main thing here you know, all those games are winnable, and the Giants have stayed. If there's one thing that Giants fans shouldn't keep hope for for the end of the year to forecast everything right now, is that they have every single Single game, and for like you said it, Sean. For Judge, he's got them playing. He wants them to believe it too. And looking at everything right now, Washington doesn't have their quarterback situation right. They're still a mess. Their front seven is their their strength, but outside of that, they're not that good. Dallas, we know what they are offensively with their receiving core and Ezekiel Elliott, but their defense is atrocious, and their front and their front seven, their offensive line, excuse me, is not what it used to be. In Philadelphia, they are just a jekyll and hyde team. I feel like give me the Giants winning this division from here on out. I, you know, I, I know I probably put the curse. I know I probably put the chain. Give me the Giants. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Mark them mark them down as a division winner because Philadelphia is such a Jekyll and Hyde team at this point in time. You don't know what you're going to get. At least the Giants, they're going out there and they're winning, not winning games, but they're keeping games close. And that's what you want to see.
0: Yeah, well, so Giants are on there by week and then after the bye week, they'll be up to Ohio. Take on Joe Burrow, first overall pick, and the Bengals. And, Will, you hit the nail right on the head. Philly, what is going on with Philly? Carson Wentz has regressed. I think that Doug uh, Peterson is coaching for his job. And they, I mean, and what's going on there? Because they're two times enough a team to be three, uh, five, and one right now. But like, they always say, well, your record... Is so we shall see what happens there. There. Oh, before we get to picks, any storylines from Week Ten, Bell?
1: You know, the Steelers again undefeated. I thought they'd lose, but they convinced me that they may go sixteen and zero. They convinced me after beating uh after beating the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, a team that usually keeps it close in every game. Uh, Tarek McKinley got released. Fail the physical. Uh, Jamal Adams comes out and said that he had depression when he was on the Jets. Uh, shout out to him. I know a couple of guys out there that can help him out. Uh, Jamal, if you're listening in on this, you're probably not. But if you are, go talk to guys like Robin Leonard, uh, Adam Pac Man Jones, Keith Bullock, and John Povia. And even, uh, you know, even a couple other guys, too, that are out there. Uh, listen, mental health, that's really important. He would lock himself in a room. Dark days, you know, going out there, uh, trying to win games for the Jets. And, you know, it's taken a little bit of a change my opinion somewhat on Jamal. But Jamal is is human like everybody. And he definitely deserves uh, whatever he's got coming to him. And I respect him for that, for coming out. Uh, just saying that, uh, and as far as you know, any like upsets, you know, how about Kyler Murray going out there on the last second and throwing that Hail Mary heave? You know, that a storyline right there within itself with like that Buffalo is going to go in it and win, but Arizona found a way to take the uh, take the win out of the jaws of defeat. And uh, you know, that's pretty much about it. I'm sure I'm missing out on a couple Sean. You can definitely uh go in there and let me know what I missed or give me some of your takes because they're really, really important for sure.
0: Well so storyline number one, everybody thought the Patriots were left for dead. That was a huge win Sunday night. Sloppy game, rain, lightning, thunderstorm. They beat uh Baltimore. So give the Patriots credit, and they go to Houston, who's Houston, they're one of the worst teams in the league. So the Patriots could be right back in the thick of things. And, Will, I think we were all a little bit wrong to count out a Bill Belichick coach team, even though the Patriots aren't the Patriots of old. The coach is still there. Speaking of the AFC Eastwell, Tua, Tua, Tua. Dolphins are 3-0 since Tua has started a big win over the chargers well the 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 dolphins are six and three a game out in the afc east and if the playoffs started today they would be in that is crazy that a team that people thought was in a rebuild mode is all of a sudden in playoff contention so the patriots with their big win the dolphins with their big win Will, last storyline, I'm a little concerned about my Tennessee Titans played a good first half against the Colts Thursday night, and it was a brutal second half. We didn't even score, and the Colts pretty much put it to us, which they always do. Like, I don't know what it is, Will, but the Titans are cursed against the Colts, and we started out 5-0. and We're now 1-3 and in our last four games, and we're 6-3, and so I'm not hitting the panic button just yet, but... We're getting a little bit concerned because our next two games, we play at Baltimore and at the Colts. <laughs> so we could yeah. be looking at six and five in the next couple weeks. So I'm not so concerned. I'm not nervous, also, I am a little bit.
1: Also, I just want to add this. You talk about New England playing, playing the Texans. The Texans don't even have their first-round traffic because of the laramie Tunsil trade. So if they keep on losing, Miami's going to have another top-five selection. That's not even theirs. It's Houston's pick. It's a just solid that, point. Right. The, you know, the Dolphins would would use that thing. So, you know, it, it's just crazy how how things work out sometimes. And, you know, you get to see everything happen. And, you know, for the Dolphins, hey, more power to them. And it looks like they're going to be building a dynasty uh, down there really, really soon. Although you don't want to crown anybody uh, yet. For sure, but it, it's looking like a pretty, pretty good situation right now uh, for the Miami Dolphins.
0: Well, not only do they get Houston's first, they get Houston's third as well. Wow. <laughs> so they're going to have, f- along with their first and uh, along with their own first and their own third, they're going to have, and obviously their own second world, they're going to have five of the first 96 picks.
1: can make it up. Cannot make it up.
0: To rebuild again. So if you're the Jets fans, that doesn't make Patriot Bills or Jets fans happy. So we shall see. Well, let's get to some picks. Well, before we pick week 11 games, Will, um a pretty good week by us both. Well, you went eight and six. I went nine and five. So updated. Um picks here. Well, I am 95 52 and one. You are 92-55 and one. So a positive week in terms of picks for me and you both, Will. So, well, let's get to the picks for week number 11, Will. A pretty, pretty good game Thursday night. It was a great Sunday night game about three weeks ago, Will. The Cardinals, the Cardinals are at the Seahawks Thursday night, Will. Who you got?
1: Give me the Cardinals here in this situation. I think with the passing attack with Kyler Murray going out there and Attacking the weaknesses of the Seattle Seahawks defense, their secondary is just about bad, banged up. Uh, Jamal Adams looks like he's going through a lot right now. The aforementioned Jamal Adams. I, uh, I don't know. I really don't know what to think of Seattle outside of Russell Wilson because, like I said, Russell Wilson is carrying this team and he is definitely an MVP candidate for sure. But if they, if Seattle finds a way to win this game, man, my goodness, that's that's definitely. Something to behold, but give me Arizona on the road on Sunday. Uh, on Thursday, excuse me.
0: Yeah, well, this is a toss-up. A pick, them. I have no idea who I want to pick, but I know we got to be quick. So we'll give me Seattle at at home. Seattle, I think. Well, I think that's what they need at the Bills and then at the Rams. Well, Seattle they don't play well on the road, but they hardly lose at home. So give me Seattle since they're home. Well, I think we're going to keep this one short and sweet. The Steelers are at the Jaguars. Well, who you got?
1: Yeah, Steelers. I think Jacksonville needs needs something to happen right for them, trying to get that number one overall pick or top three selection. I don't think that's going to happen uh, as far as the Jaguars getting the win, giving the Steelers.
0: Yeah, well, short sure and sweet, giving the Steelers there as well. Will the Lions coming off a big last-second win over the Washington football team travel to Carolina to take on the Panthers? Will Lions at Panthers? do you got? Wow. Uh,
1: Depends on if Teddy Bridgewater's going to play or not. I'm going to go with the Lions here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know Christian McCaffrey's out, but the Panthers still find a way to put up points. But, Will, give me the – Panthers. I think Teddy's going to find a way to play, so I'm going to take the Panthers at home. Okay. Well, a game that I just said was going to happen. The Patriots are at Houston to take on the Texans. Well, Pats at Texans. do you got? Uh,
1: if the Sean Watson is still playing here, you know, with everything going on with Houston right now, I can't see. This is the thing. Like, Houston's pissed off, right? I understand it's a Bill Belichick team and and everything like that. But if Houston can dial up the pressure on Cam Newton, the way how the Jets did a couple weeks ago, and they can find a way to go out there, I think this is going to be a closer game than everybody's going to think. Who's the home team? Houston in this situation? Yeah. And uh, I bet you they're the underdog, right, obviously? Yeah. Uh, Give me Houston as the upset special of the week.
0: We all got Houston as the upset special well, I don't think the Patriots are done yet. I think they're going to make it three in a row, I think we're going to get it done on on the road. So, give me the Patriots there. Will, Well, I just also said my Titans travel up north to Baltimore to take on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Well, Titans at Baltimore. Who you got?
1: Ooh, man, this is tough. Uh, Very tough. Here's the. How, how what's their losing streak right now? Tennessee, their losers are what? Two straight, three straight.
0: Uh, two straight and three out of the last four.
1: And in Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore, they lost on Sunday.
0: Baltimore is the same thing. Two straight, three out of the last four.
1: Wow. Uh, this is this is such a picking game right here. Uh, I'm going to go Tennessee. I'm going to go Tennessee here.
0: what's going to go with my Titans. Well, even though it was... Uh, ten months ago, and Earl Thomas isn't there. I think the Ravens are going to remember what Derrick Henry and crew did to them in the divisional playoff round back in January, and I think they're going to find a way to squeeze out a defensive battle. Give me Baltimore at home, will. Well, moving on, a very interesting game. The three-five-and-one Philadelphia the Eagles will travel to Ohio to take on the six-and-three Cleveland
1: Browns. Well, Philly at Cleveland. Who you got? Gonna go Cleveland. I'm gonna keep that one short and sweet.
0: Yeah, well, there's no way that I trust or Philly at this point. I'm, I'm I'm gonna take Cleveland as well. Well, the Falcons coming off their bye week travel to New Orleans to take on the Saints, who are without Drew Brees. Well, that is a storyline that I means you both missed Drew Brees out two to four yeah. weeks with ribs. So Jameis Winston most likely is gonna start Famous with Falcons. Famous Jameis. Falcons at Saints. what do we got?
1: Famous Jameis ain't going to be famous, I think, after after this game. Give me the Falcons here. Passing offense is still ranked top five. Matt Ryan with Julio Jones with that connection right now. Uh, I, I look at Drew Brees and the drop-off here, you're, you're going to have a quarterback that's – now he's getting number one reps this week, which is fine. I understand that. And the Falcons are coming off their bye week, which teams usually do coming off bye weeks. Like we we said in past shows, they come off great. I like the Falcons here. Uh, give me the Falcons.
0: Well, the one thing Jameis didn't re- never really had in Tampa Bay was a what? was a back. He had Mike Evans and Godwin and Alder Howard, but he didn't have a dynamic running back. Well, there's no way in hell. Sean Payton is letting Jameis throw the ball 30, 40 times. Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, probably 20 carries each. I think this is a game, manager game. And I think the Saints get it done at home. Well, give me, give me the Saints. Well, probably the worst game of the weekend. he travels to Washington to take on a football team. Well, Bengals at football team. Who you
1: back Cincinnati, short and sweet. Give me Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think Cincy's going to get that one. As well. Will to the four o'clock games your JETS 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 travel out west to take on the two and eight, sorry, the two and seven Los Angeles Chargers. Well, do the Jets get their first win Sunday? Well,
1: this is gonna be a close game. This is going to be a close game, and Los Angeles keeps everybody in the game. However, I cannot picture the Jets getting their first win give me the
0: chargers at home well i have keenan allen on my fantasy team and i saw today the jets put Brent, uh, brian Poole on injured reserve and they released pierre assier yep they don't have nobody to cover keenan <laughs> animals about the world, i agree with you give me the chargers at home Will the Cowboys travel up north to take on the Vikings? Will Kirk Cousins finally got his first win on Monday night? He's 1-9 and nine on Monday night. The Vikings, winners of three in a row, Will. Cowboys at Vikings, sweet.
1: Vikings, keep it short and sweet. They get their fourth win in a row.
0: Will, I don't, didn't think I'd be doing this, but I'm going to do it. Upset special. Wow, Coming okay. off a bye week, Andy Dalton's back. I think that the Cowboys are going to realize that that the division is still in front of them. <laughs> and I yeah. think they're going to find a way to beat the Vikings. Give me the Cowboys upset special, Will. Will, probably the game of the week, the six, the seven and two. Green Bay Packers travel to Indy to take on the six and three. Colts, Will, Packers at Colts, who
1: you got? I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers and company here. I The Colts, again, I don't know what I'm going to get from Philip Rivers and the defense. They look like they're world beaters, but they got to go up against Green Bay. Uh, give me the Packers on the road.
0: Yeah, well, give me the Packers on the road as well. This is the best uh, defense that Aaron Rodgers is, is going to see, but he's going to get one of his wide receivers back. They took him off injured reserve, so I think the Packers get that one well. Well, Sunday night very, very good game. You have the Chiefs at eight and one taking on the six and three Las Vegas Raiders. Sunday night will Chiefs at Raiders. Who you got?
1: I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. This is gonna be a very close game. I like you know what Las Vegas is doing right now. They're fighting for a playoff spot. And listen, if they could go out there and defeat Kansas City, they're in play for the division at that point in time. I think Derek Carr. Is trying to find himself, but I think there's no way in hell that – no, I I haven't – I think Patrick Mahomes has learned his lesson from losing to the Raiders uh, earlier on in the year. So give me the Chiefs on the road.
0: Well, mark my words, this game will not be close. Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure, circled this game when he lost to them about three, four weeks back. I think the Chiefs blow out um Vegas here. Give me the Chiefs. But well, I'm glad you mentioned Derek Carr real, real quick. I am happy for him because during the draft, oh, they're going to trade up and draft um, Herbert or Tua. John Gruden stuck to Carr and he's played very, very well this year. So I'm definitely yeah. glad for him. Well, last but not least, Monday night game. Very, very good game. The Six and three uh, Los Angeles Rams travel east to take on the seven and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday night. Will, very, very good game. Rams at Will Who you got to close our picks?
1: I'm going to go with the Rams. I think that, you know, like I said, Aaron Donald, they have to, the Bucks have to stop Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is a a force to be reckoned with. Now I know that Bruce Arians is going to have some, some disguises with regards to his offensive line and how they're going to double team Aaron Donald. But you got to remember too, you know, with everything going on, the Bucks, the offense may be there, but if you could, if the Bucks can find a way to neutralize uh, Aaron Donald and is Jalen Ramsey playing this week? I've been hearing stuff that he's been hurt.
0: Well, he played great on Sunday. He he held uh, DK um, Metcalf to two catches for twenty-eight yards. So I assume that he's going to play.
1: Okay, so you know, I think. He, he's like, he's Revis right now at this point in time. You can't throw to him uh, on, on his side of the field. So he's going to have a lot of, of things going on there with him. So if you have those two guys set up, I, I, I like the Rams here in this situation. Give me the Rams.
0: Well, as much as I want to agree with you, I do not trust Jared Goff on the road to save my life. I honestly don't. He's such... A California kid, he's such a homegrown guy that outside of the state, he just doesn't play well outside of the the game against the Bills earlier in the year. Well, long story short, well, I'm going to take Tampa Bay at home to close our picks. Well, so they have
1: You're going to see a lot of, of change next week. That's for sure. Whether or not I win or you win, you're going to see a lot of changing in the standings for sure. Win or lose.
0: Yeah, because we yep. definitely chose a bunch of different games here. So yep. we shall see. Well. Let's transition real, real quick from the NFL to the NBA. Will, as you know, the draft is tomorrow. So we're going to see what the Knicks do at eight, the Nets do at pick number 19. And does LaMelo Ball, who a former guest of the show, Will, Corey Homicide Williams, predicted LaMelo Ball would go number one. He could be proven right tomorrow. But Will, outside of the draft, some big-time trades have been going down. And well, before we get to the trades, let's start with the one of the uh, local teams here. Well, reports are James Harden wants out of Houston. He told Houston, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, or Philly. And it, there's reports that the Nets and Houston have a verbal agreement in place and it will be announced tomorrow during the draft. We'll forget all of that. One, what do you think of what's being said? And number two, do you think either side should do this, Trey? Uh,
1: I honestly hate the move for the Nets. I think with everything going on, uh, you know, I, I don't understand the big three uh, concept. I mean, you if you're going to win, you need to have guys that are going to pass the rock. And with everything going on, I personally hate this move for the Nets because – Here you have two number one options already there in place. Yes, I understand Kevin Durant played with James Harden. Yes, I understand that Kyrie Irving is a ball-dominant guard, as is Kevin Durant. To have a guy like James Harden in there right now, you know, with everything that's going on, you need guys that are going to space the floor. I can't picture James Harden being a catch-and-shoot guy. I can't picture – Kevin. now, I understand Kevin Durant won two championships with the Warriors – But the Warriors are much different right now than what the Nets are constructed. And with everything going on, bro, Jared Allen is a great, great, great rim protector. He's a guy that can go out there and get rebounds. Uh, Karis LeVert is an up-and-coming scorer that, you know, with the contract situation in place, you still have room to go out there and get a mid-level guy. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie is another guy too who has come out and said that he, you know, he kind of didn't want to be in in Brooklyn to an extent of the law. But I personally like I, I like the core that's in place right now. They could go out there and run seven to eight guys. Now it comes down to it with the with the Nets is you're going to have three max guys. And now with the salary cap being the way how it is and you don't know what's going on with COVID, what what are you doing? What are you? I understand that you're trying to win a championship, and I understand that some Nets fans on the radio, like Evan Roberts and yourself, are going out there and dreaming of this move, but I don't understand it at all, not one bit. I You might have to talk me off the ledge on this one, but I think this is a bad deal for the Nets and for the Rockets, man. If they do get these pieces back, you don't know what is going on with the state of their team. Is Russell Westbrook going to go? It, is this trade going to be like the Kevin Garnett deal a couple a decade ago, in which they got back all the young talent and the young talent couldn't turn it around? This this is a lose lose here for both teams. I feel I feel like and for one other point here for the Nets, you know when they had. Uh, an aging Kevin, Dur- uh, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, you know, you had the four guys there that were ball dorm- dominant heavy and it didn't work out. It didn't work right for them. You know, I, again, I get that these guys are, you know, in their prime somewhat, but this isn't LeBron James, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, you know, with LeBron being this pass first guy, you know, I don't I don't see it. I, I I don't see this deal working out. I don't think that this is the right move for them. And you know, with everything going on, again, they could they could go out there and do something better. Sean, I know you're probably static as hell for this move. Let let's hear your thoughts on this.
0: Well, I'm, I actually agree with you. I hate this move. Uh, if I'm the um the the, the Nets cuz if you trade Kyrie, then I'm like, okay, you could put Harden at the point, which will when he won MVP, what did he play? Point guard. He he pretty much was. So I'll put Harden at the point, the vert at the two or Harris at the two, Durant at the three, and then you fill out the rest of the four or five and the bench. But that will it will absolutely not work because I don't think Kyrie will allow it to work. I think Kyrie's going to complain and moan, and bitch, and complain, and complain, and complain, and I don't see it working out. Also, you're going to have to gut the team, because, Will Kendrick uh, Perkins this um, morning said, well, remember when Kobe wanted to be traded to the uh, Clippers?
1: Well, he, he wanted to be a free agent signing with the Clippers, but that didn't work out, and with Kobe, he wanted to get traded to the Bulls, and the Bulls were basically at a trade in place where they wanted to get Kirk Heinrich and Ben Gordon uh back in return in that deal, I believe. And there was another player, there were I think Tyrus Thomas was a part of that deal, but I understand where you're coming from with that.
0: Well, right. So the on so the only reason I bring it up is because Jerry Buss told Kobe, Kobe, you are a five carat ring. I cannot trade you for five one one-carat rings. If I'm going to trade you, I have to get back I, at at least a four-cat ring or a five-cat ring. Will anybody that the Nets give to Houston, LaVert, Allen, Dinwiddie, Turian Prince, Joe Harris, draft picks, pick swaps, Those that's not a five-cat ring. So I don't think this trade is going to take place. I hope it doesn't take place because I would actually hate the move because it's legit going to be Kyrie Harden, Durant will, and a bunch of guys signing for the veteran minimum. Because that's the whole side okay, right. cap.
1: Here's, here's the difference, though. Like I said, the way how LeBron does it, he's a pass-first guy. He's going to get people involved. With KD, I haven't seen that from KD yet. And I haven't seen that from Kyrie Irving yet. Because everything was either based off of what the Warriors did with Kevin Durant there or what Kyrie Irving did with LeBron James. I think this is going to be a mega flop, and I think that if Joe Josiah and Sean Marks do pull off this move, this might be probably the breaking point for the Brooklyn Nets here, hands down.
0: I, I think so too, Will. So, Will, we shall see. Will, by the, by, the, <laughs> by the next time we do this show, there's a chance the landscape of the NBA could be changed with all these moves. Because, Will, another move River really quick to happen – Drew Holiday traded from the Pelicans to the Bucks. Well, I don't like the move because I don't think that's a move to put them over the top. I think you have to go in and get like a Bradley Beal or someone of that elk. Like, I understand what Drew Holiday brings to the table, but I don't think that's a move that's going to beat that. That's going to help them beat Boston or Brooklyn or the Heat or somebody else. And will a sneaky trade that went down that I actually love is a trade that happened with or a trade that will happen with uh your team will I love the Dennis uh shoulder trade from OKC to uh, D- LA, uh swapping out uh the D- D- Danny Greenville, especially if you guys are are going to lose Avery, uh Bradley and uh Rajon uh, uh Rondo, which it seems like both of those guys are going to leave. So will Real, real quick, what's your take on the Jewel? How did they trade and the Denise Shredder trade to your team?
1: I personally like the Dennis Schroeder deal. I think Dennis Schroeder is a guy that's an under-the-radar player who has put up everywhere he's been, whether it's been in Atlanta with the Hawks and even with the Thunder uh, last season. But make no mistake, I think this is a move that works out for for the Lakers. You get a guy that's in his prime. You get a guy that's been under the radar and a guy that could go out there, rebound, play D and not complain. He's a guy that could go out there and play. And that's what I like about the European players. They don't complain about their situation because they've been through it. They've played in the professional league. They've, you know, they've gone out there and they've, they've done it. That's what I like. And I like this kid a lot. And I think he's going to be an asset for the Lakers for sure. Uh, the other move that you mentioned before, uh, Drew Holiday going over. I, I like, you know what? I, I like this move from the perspective of you get a guy that's, you're going to put Giannis now at the fore. And I think now he's going to be a post up guy. I think with Drew Holiday here, he has dealt with many, many experiences throughout his career. He was a part of that 76er team that basically shot the world in 2012 or 2011, I want to say, even though they didn't have Derrick Rose, the Bulls did, and they wound up beating a Bulls team. And listen, he makes guys better. Eric Bledsoe, I like Eric Bledsoe. He has the body of a LeBron James, but is he going to make players better? The answer is, I honestly feel, no. They went out and they got the uh, Bogdanovich kid, too, today, the Bucs, a guy that could go out there and shoot another European player that could go out there and and defer to Giannis and, and hit that open three if he can. You know, I don't mind those two moves at all because I feel as if, hey, what more can you want here uh, if you're the Bucs? Another deal that we didn't talk about here is the CP3 deal. How about him going to the Phoenix Suns?
0: Yes. How about what? him going
1: to the Phoenix Suns? Yes. I think the Suns finally become a player. And I think that you look at what Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry are. Well, how about Chris Paul deferring to, to uh, Devin Booker now? And you had DeAndre Ayton growing into his prime. And a couple other pieces there as well. With Is Alvin Gentry there? No, Alvin Gentry is not their coach. But there's another young coach there whose name is not on the tip of my tongue. Monty. Still, Monty uh, Williams, Williams. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Monty Williams is a great fit for that team. And Chris Paul. When Monty Williams was there with New Orleans, how they almost upset the Lakers in seven games in 2011. Yeah, 2011, excuse me. They were right there on the thick of it and on the precipice of beating the Lakers. Monty Williams and uh, Chris Paul have that connection. I think that's a great move. And with Devin Booker being over there, you get leadership. You get everything like that. DeAndre Ayton being the former number one overall pick. I think that pick and roll tandem over there finds a way that's going to be a scary three in that Western Conference. And the, and the Phoenix Suns, I think they're going to take it and they're going to grab the balls of victory right there for sure.
0: Yeah, well, Devin a Booker, I'm sure, thank God, last night when he saw that trade go down. Because, well, even though Chris Paul is, is uh, 35, he proved he has a lot left in the tank. And, Will, right before we go, one more sneaky, sneaky move that I like. Portland getting Robert... Uh Covington. I love that move because now he's a three and D guy that you put with um a Dame and with uh CJ. And if the and if you keep uh Melo at the four and you keep uh uh Nurkic at the five, I think that's a very solid starting five. So one thing, one thing.
1: Yeah if Russell was if Russell Westbrook gets traded. And if he goes to the Knicks, you talk about James Harden going over to the Nets, might be a buzzkill. If Russell Westbrook goes over to the Knicks, that would be the worst deal for them. It will. That would be the worst deal because they do not learn from their mistakes. They go out and they get past their prime guys. And I'm not knocking Westbrook. I think he's a phenomenal talent. But it always happens with the Knicks. They just are snakebitten when it comes to pass their prime guys.
0: Well, there's no way in hell that Russell uh, Westbrook and Tom Thibodeau are going to coexist. I mean, that's just not going to happen. But will the Knicks want to be, um,
1: be relevant, relevant
0: so, bad, so bad that they'd rather trade for a 32-year-old uh, Westbrook? Well, we shall see what happens. The hot stove of baseball is starting. So, Will, I cannot wait for uh, next week's show because I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about. Well, of course, bef- of course. well, before we go, any final thoughts, pal?
1: No, no final thoughts here, man. You know, just November 21st, the Mustache Classic is coming up. Uh, shout out to Matty Caputo again for running the event and for uh, having myself on the uh, as the MC of events, the master of ceremonies, however you want to call it. Uh, and, you know, Doug Smith from Goon, you know, the guy that wrote Goon and the, the movie that was based off the book. Uh, can't wait to see him on Saturday and uh, see everybody else from there. Last year was a great time and it was a phenomenal event. And for my final, here's my final thought. Happy birthday to you, Sean. I get every day, every single day that I wake up and I do this show with you. If it was not for you, putting that on, I, I tell you this all the time, and you should you should finally realize this, but you probably do. Uh, if it wasn't for you, there would be no show. If it wasn't for you posting that that Instagram thing, that Instagram post, there would be no show. And two years, you know, everybody wants instant gratification now. We all want to get paid doing this stuff. Yes, I understand that. But sometimes you got to look at it as a hobby, and I, I, I understand that too. But when you're doing something that you love, bro, great things will come back to you if you if you put in all the effort. And, Sean, we've been doing such a great job with this show, and, you know, I, I can't wait to see you over over the weekend, bro, to, to tell you happy birthday and how much you mean to me. And, you know, because I, I, I'll tell you this right now, bro, without you there'd be no show, and you are without a doubt really you've done a great job bro you have and you've been doing you've bloomed ever since you have you know ever since we've done done this uh you know you you're doing your own podcast right now which is great i'm proud of you for doing that uh you know you got to go out there you got to do things out, out on your own and buddy i love you man you know without a shadow of a doubt i love you so you know without you there is no show and You know, God bless you. God bless you and your family and everybody, bro. Seriously, you mean a lot to me.
0: Will, I love you a million times back, pal. Thank you for those kind words. And, Will, in closing, I know you always say, if it wasn't for me, there is no show. But, Will, two things to throw it right back at you, Will. If you didn't respond, Will, there would be no show. So I think you need to take major, major uh, credit for that too, Will, number one. And number two, Will, when I was MIA from the show and busy with work and chasing the wrong things in life Will, you single-handedly from money to booking guests to running to the studio, from work, after work, before work, everything else, sacrificing a lot of things to keep this show on afloat and on the road. Will, I could never repay you for that. So I know you give me a lot of credit for starting the show, but Will, this show is only still going because of you and only you, pal. And I will—I don't think I'll ever be able to pay you back. I mean, forget all the cash that I have to uh, pay you back, bro. I don't think I'll ever be able to pay you back in life.
1: No, 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 no. I know, I, I, know, I know. I know what you saying.
0: Yeah, I no, know, I no. Know. So, Will, man, thank you for those words. I appreciate you, man, and. Like I said, man, um, thank you, your mom, your dad, and everybody, pal, because I love everyone, pal, so I appreciate those um, words. Well, my final thought is, yeah, man, this final show being uh, 31, this has been a crazy age, and, you know, thank all the guests that uh, came on during this age. And Well, again, Hussein, uh, thank you. Uh, for everything and will i'm keeping my fingers crossed that the nets don't don't do this trade and yeah i'm keeping my fingers crossed that theo epstein who's now a free agent <laughs> makes his way over to queens well we will talk about that on another show so will once again pal thank you for the kind words I uh, appreciate you pal so for my co-host William Chirucci aka we'll see who's east of me I'm your host Sean Thomas aka shoney on the mic For On The Board Sports, we miss you all. We love you all. Peace out.